Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hello, this is Strange Jason from Six Foot Plus. You're listening to See You Next Wednesday from ModernSuperior.com. Episode 93 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, December 18th, 2013. My name is Dan Gorman. Bless this highly nutritious microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it on sale. Amen. My name is Casey Lyons, and a new poll shows that 59% of Americans want the FAA to keep its ban on cell phones on cell phone use during flight, while the other 41% want you to guess where they're calling you from. <laughs> I'm Greg Legault, and I hope it's not a story about a boy traveling in the countryside with his dog and drinking beer, because that's the story I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. We have tons to talk about off the top today. We're going to play some film roulette later. I saw Philomena. Casey saw Prisoners. And Greg saw a fiddly D the hot. Tons of fiddly D and if you heard the the last episode. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about in film roulette. Plus, we're going to roll for some movies for next episode. And then we'll play some uh, serial hero swap. And uh, check out what's going on in Airwolf with Greg at the end of the episode. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um, I will say one thing super quick. I went and saw Horror Remix at the Royal recently. Uh, This was the second Horror Remix event. And uh, they're doing this over there at the Royal every month. So go to their website and check it out. Find out when they're doing the next one. It was amazing. It was all pet-themed horror movies that they edit down and just kind of do a two-hour mixtape. It was great. Ah, oh, no, I wish. <laughs> Boo. Their devil dog from hell, hound from hell, uh, was amazing, and I'm going to have to go watch that one in full. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Is that, that was... the one with Alice Cooper in it? And... No. no. That's devil dog or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But And then they also showed some of the uh, a movie called The Uncanny, which is a Canadian oh. movie, which is good. Yeah. And also one called The Uninvited about a cat on a ship. With uh, go on, who was <laughs> not invited on that ship? No, he definitely was not. He uh, the, this cat like has a demon in it or something, and it keeps shooting out of its mouth and how, killing how people. How is the cat acting in this? Oh, movie? brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> so definitely go check that out. And uh, super quick shout out to Matthew Price from Mammo. I actually ran into him there, 
and uh, we we acquainted ourselves. He's very nice. Oh, and, very uh, nice. So we chatted. Ah, so sweet. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. How was his cat acting? His cat acting was amazing. <laughs> very good. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I did not I believe worse. He was a cat at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check check those out. They're really really fun. Mm. Uh, so what do we want to get into the top, off the top? I got a bunch. What do you guys have? I got a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, have been acquainting myself with HBO's Enjoy It, oh. which is the show. Um, I don't know. It's sort of about. It's sort of a documentary style thing about Brody Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, Comedian. Yes. Uh, well, you may have heard him artist, on podcasts. Of. Yeah, he's sort of the comedian that comedians love because he's not funny, but he's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, positive energy. Positive energy, yes! That's a lot of Brody Stevens. Right. He's super interesting, and again, I mean, it, it basically gives you more of an insight into who Brody Stevens is, like, in his own mind. <laughs> like, okay. when he went off, like, he sort of had this big breakdown, and, and he went off and and got all delusional and was like, I'm a star. Everybody wants me. CAA wants me. And then he just started pissing everybody off and being crazy. And uh, so it's sort of about that and then the aftermath of that. Super interesting. Not hilarious. Not no. supposed to be. Okay. Right. Sweet. So check it out. Yeah, I hadn't okay. even really heard of it. So, yeah, I kind of want to see that. I don't see it being a huge thing because, I, again, I don't think... It d- did it just start? Is it... Well, see, this is the thing. They did it on HBO, and now it's on Comedy Central. So I don't know if Comedy Central just bought it and they're airing it. I'll have to check and see if it's on HBO Nordic. Yeah, yeah. do that. Because, yeah. um, it, again, it is really, really interesting. It's an interesting portrait of of what is what comedy is and can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I say definitely check that show. Cool, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else on your end? Uh, yeah, just been watching a shitload of the Pete Holmes show. Sweet. Uh, he's on after Conan. Please start watching the show. <laughs> Pete Holmes takes a little bit of getting used to, but once you do, he is a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. And I want the show to keep going. Yeah, I really liked his uh, comedy album this year. So Oh, nice. I've been the devil? Check, yeah. I've been so good. Meaning to check the show out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched a shitload of stuff. I'm going to breeze right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, last Wednesday, I did a little personal double feature of documentaries i went to the bell light box and saw a movie on my day off called spinning plates it's a documentary about three different restaurants across america and it's kind of uh split between there's a very very small mexican restaurant in mexico run by a very small family there is kind of like a middle ground like middle america uh, community restaurant where like people in the community have their own keys and come in and open it up in the morning and, and it's just this big central hub to their their town and then there's like a really really high class three michelin star new york restaurant doing like molecular gastronomy and stuff and just kind of like all of their stories and how their lives intertwine with the food and how these restaurants kind of inter uh, like it just it wasn't amazing. It wasn't brilliant because I just come off seeing the crash reel, which I thought like was am- incredible. But I really enjoyed this movie, Spinning Plates. It was very nice. It was really interesting. Kind of shows you how food can be art and how people have relationships with food. The section about the um, the restaurant that's kind of like the community hub was was the best by far. It yeah, actually, that sounds it, really bizarre. It, it burned down twice. And it's crazy. Like they burnt down and then all these people like outpouring of support and then like it built it again and then it burned down again it's just like 
So I feel like if your restaurant is burning down (laughs) repeatedly, (laughs) stop giving the whole town keys. (laughs) Because pretty soon the village idiot's going to get in there at 2 a.m. Yeah. Totally, but um, but it, but it's real. That that one was the one that I felt like was the most affecting. Like the way what this like building means to the community stuff was the one that I felt was most like um, interesting. Uh, the Mexican restaurant was actually really good too. The, I, it they're all interesting and they all have their own stories. Um, and it's definitely worth checking out. I, I feel would- like I want to see that. Um, because I'm very interested in what. Like what is it called? Blo- Spinning like, plates? No, no, no. The the uh, ga- gastro gastro oh molecular ga- gastronomy. Molecular <laughs> uh, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see exactly what that is, or because yeah. it, it seems like a giant load to me. I think, but I don't know enough about it. To I say. don't think this would be the movie that would convince you otherwise, because right. I felt like that section did kind of come off as like I think a lot of people watching be like, well, this guy's fucking full of it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I I actually really enjoyed that. I, there's a, there's also um, there's a show on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Marcel's Quantum Kitchen. It's kind of like a reality show about this dude from Top Chef who does that stuff as a like caterer, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting too if you want to see like oh they're testing it out in the kitchen and then yeah, yeah I, I do like I'd like to see what is I don't know what that is. It's like basically using weird science stuff to make food. So they'll like in the, I was watching an episode of that show and they took a noodle. No, they took wine and they like mixed it with all these different types of gelatins and then made like a big noodle and and uh <laughs> and <Finally>. it, w- <laughs> Not, it was is frequently- nothing science can't do. I this know. is our next step in human evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? How often have you been it's drinking just like, a glass of yeah. wine and going? Why would you want this, this to be a noodle? noodle. Yeah, <laughs> but like a really big noodle. Yeah, <laughs> really this long. A giant noodle. <laughs> it, he made like a big noodle. It was like one inch for every year of the people he was serving to. That how long they had been together or something, and they were like getting engaged on a like a vineyard. So it was like taking right. it all together. Well, that all it makes, is that does sound pretty silly, somebody. but it's it's basically like changing properties of things using like these crazy signs. Yeah, so like uh one course can be like vapor or yeah. something and Yeah, like in the movie <laughs> yeah. in Spinning Plates he uses um a vaporizer to like burn a specific type of herb into it and then he like placed the vaporizer bag on like a pillow or something that was weighted properly so that when the the food was put placed on a plate on top of the pillow it like d it like pushed all the vapor out as you ate it right it was pretty cool so like you're experiencing the the, the smell, smell of like... something that's supposed to like play into the emotional like aspect of the of the plate it's interesting i mean it's so in my brain it's somewhere between interesting and fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure and i don't know yeah i'd be interested to see what you think of that movie spinning yeah. plates but i i mm-hmm. thought it was yeah, very it interesting and it was a good good documentary i went home and watched a second documentary that that I loved, which was a band called Death. Yeah. Um, have you seen that yet, Greg? No, I haven't seen it. I've had that okay. album for ages. Yeah. And it's, you I'm introduced glad. me to the album. Ooh. Look at so me. So there you go. I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tastemaker, Greg. Yeah. Though. So it, I would definitely say if you've heard the album by Death, like it, it was an interesting movie to watch having because because when that album came out, like it was a reissue, you gave it to me like pretty quick from mm-hmm. when you heard about it. So I had spent a lot of time with this album, and then to go watch the movie like years later yeah. and see the entire story, it was really awesome. Yeah, um, yeah it was. I really, really liked it. Uh, that that one's on Netflix. I've been yeah. meaning to watch it's it on forever. A few of the regions. I've been meaning to watch it too. Yeah, I just kept putting it off, and I was finally like, you know what? I watched this documentary today. I'm going to watch another one. Checked it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, uh, Death was a band in the '70s in Detroit, a uh, punk rock band, and uh, they didn't really get their due at the time kind of like ended up putting all of their records into a 
attic somewhere and mm-hmm. moving on with their lives. One of them passed away, and uh, and then they kind of had this big resurgence in like uh, tape trading and stuff, and yeah. ended up being revealed to be this like really really influential. Like so ahead of their time. so ahead of their time. It's crazy how punk rock it is for like 1971 yeah. or whatever it is. Really, yeah. I like the modern punk too, not like the British punk. No, it was right around the corner, but like. Like or like pre-American hardcore, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot of bad brains you can hear in it, mm-hmm. which is weird because no one heard this album. So yeah, like yeah. A, uh, actually, you know, affect anyone or influence them directly. Yeah, it's true. Like this thing that was out there. I don't know. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's really cool, and and their story's crazy. Like the the fact that they turned themselves into like a Christian band afterwards, and then they got reviews as a Christian band saying like, "Oh, we really like your music, but don't talk about God anymore." And it's like, well, they were already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing that before, and you said we don't like it. <laughs> and then and then so the one brother passes away, but um the the, the entire time he he's been he he. He he says like they they tell stories about how he said put these tapes away. People are gonna come looking for death. People are gonna come looking for these albums. It's like <sighs> really crazy that he was really adamant. Like no, we did something important. People are gonna come look for it, and then they fucking did. Wow. Yeah. Like it's pretty insane. No. Yeah. It's, if you it, haven't heard it, check out the song "Politicians in My Eyes." It's yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. Just fucking mind blowing. Totally. Yeah, and then I saw Inside Lewin Davis. We're going to talk about that more when it releases uh, in theaters, but I fucking loved it. So, mm-hmm. big shocker. That movie's great. <laughs> oh, my God. The Coen brothers made a good movie? I know. I really, really liked it. And uh, it wasn't what I expected, and I'm excited for more people to see it and to have conversations about it, mm-hmm. as we will do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the interest of shoehorning in more information mm-hmm. uh, and a smooth segue, yeah. speaking of the Coen brothers, what? Uh-huh. Um, just a real quick uh, uh, mention, True Grit is the final movie playing in the Coen brothers retrospective mm-hmm. at the TIFF Lightbox. Yeah. Um, that is playing at 9 p.m. on Friday, the 20th. Yep. Which is the one coming up. So what time everybody did you say? nine PM. Okay. So everybody go and check that out. That's the last one. True grit. It's I don't know if you've seen it, it's fucking amazing. Yep. Um so yeah, that's mm. happening, so go check that out. Yeah, cool. totally. And it, it looks great on the big screen. I saw it in theaters with Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, really as most of their stuff does. The yeah. photography's Amazing. Yeah. 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 Roger that's Deakins. You got to go see that yeah. stunning movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw something on the big screen last night. Last night. Greg and I. Yeah. Not with Casey. Get out of here. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. I can't it. be You're here not for the conversation. <laughs> no, God, you, you guys are. You know what? You guys have got to stop dating. <laughs> I'm starting to feel left out. <laughs> um, on on th- as big of a screen as possible. Yeah. Because we were right and up front. Worst angle. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually when I go see a movie that was. That's a screener or uh, or whatever an advanced screening. I, I get there like an hour and a half early, and yeah. get in line. I don't yeah. fucking care. But uh, last night, uh, girlfriend and I we were having some beers, and it was like, well, we could have one more beer, or we could go stand in line. It was like, well, I'll just have another drink. So when we got there, it was fucking packed. Yeah. Um, and Greg was up front. <laughs> and you and we, were drunk, and I was like, <laughs> give me nachos. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did have nachos. <laughs> um. <laughs> But we went to see Anchorman too. Yeah, yeah. The legend continues. Yeah, super. I was like, I don't want to harp on it too much. I understand why there's seats that close because it's a fucking business and they want to fit as many yeah, people yeah. in. But, but like, if I had not paid for a movie and and showed up late or something and that was the only seat, I would be like, I'm leaving. Like, yeah, I, like you can't sit there. It's no, terrible. It's it's. I mean, for there's no reason for a seat to be that close. To yeah, yeah, yeah. And it like it really distorts the picture. Yeah, so you're not 
really seeing the movie correctly. Yeah. Now, with a comedy like this, I was, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'm, exactly. not, I'm not here for the visual input, really. Totally. I'll understand all the jokes. Me too, that's but, what I like, was there's, like, there's, you know, a scene where, like, you know, Kristen Wiig has her hand or her arm yes. on Steve Carell and it's just the hand is so big <laughs> just is on the one side yeah. and then he's over on the other yeah, side and of the he's screen, so like, wide but his head is so small and yeah. I was like this is absolutely terrible yeah, yeah. they're like based on this alone this movie's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well, look at his face mind blowing effects look at his face yeah. <laughs> you look so. at him yeah, I mean, I don't know why they shouldn't have them there. Yeah, they should just like when they're building the theater. I understand that more, but but yeah. I mean, if I had paid for a ticket, I'd leave and be like, yeah. "Fuck you!" Yeah, and they would give me my well, money. Well, it's back. like you know, I mean, TIFF is a smaller theater, the Bell Light Box, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, they have a stage at the front, so no matter how yeah. close you like, are, you're still going to be on Young Street. That yeah. theater was amazing. No bad seats. Cause yeah, there's a big fucking stage, so you're not too close. Too to the close. Theater. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They want to put as many seats as they can in there to fucking sell tickets or whatever. But yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. You're sitting there and you're like, "This is comical." How much screens in that place? Like, (laughs) give up eighteen seats. Yeah, it's like you're literally just like, "This is funny." How bad of a seat this is? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Anchorman two. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that new new movie from uh, Farrell and Adam McKay. Mm -hmm. And the whole gang's back. The whole gang. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what did, what did you think? We I feel like we we had a conversation afterwards. Yeah. We were like pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I you can't. I never expected this to. I really tried my best not to compare it to the first one. You can't expect it to be as good or better. No, it just can't be. The first one, the first one was just such a perfect timing and almost yeah. accidentally brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the first one was one of those movies that like I went to thinking this will be funny, and then everyone I went with was just like, "Whoa, that was like really fucking really funny." Fun. It was yeah. like when I saw Zoolander for the first time, we were like, yep. "Let's just go see Zoolander. This looks stupid, but <laughs> yeah. whatever." And then we came out, we we're like, "No, that was legitimately really funny." Really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Casey and I saw Anchorman. Uh, with our friend Young James way back when. And yeah. uh, we missed half of the movie. Oh, shit. Because you're just laughing. Every every joke, you miss the next one because you're laughing too hard yeah. the one you just heard. Yeah. And virtually every joke landed, I felt like, mm-hmm. in the first one. It's just so great. It's so Even creative. the ones that didn't land, didn't land in a charming way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, and as that movie went on, you know, when you have all the uh, all the different news teams facing off mm-hmm. the fight and stuff like that, I was just like, this is brilliant. Like, this yeah. is exactly what I want out of comedy. Just nonstop jokes, and they're all pretty well rounded. Yeah. So I was I went I didn't want to compare this to anything, and I just wanted to go hopefully have a good time and laugh. And I did. I laughed at a, a lot of it. I laughed at quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And nothing than nothing I was... didn't work to the point of me going like oh. Ugh, yeah <laughs> yeah stuff didn't work, and I was kind of like, but then something else would happen funny, and you're just uh-huh. kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think there's a lot. There's I think people will be launching criticisms at this movie that I feel like will be valid but I was just kind of like whatever like it does rehash a lot of stuff they do a lot of that like by the blank of blank or whatever mm. like oh, yeah. that, that Will Ferrell does basically like in every scene he says like by yeah, the yeah, something yeah. of something else and you're like okay yeah. um, and they do a lot of that like well here's a scene that we did in the first one but this time it's condoms instead of perfume or whatever yeah, yeah. They, I mean like people are going to see that and be like uh, whatever but most of it I thought was still yeah. funny and even the rehash stuff I felt was like Kind of fun and yeah. inspired. Like I knew there would be rehash stuff, but I was like, "What will it be? Is it, it going to piss me off?" Yeah, but it didn't. I was like, "You know what? Pretty good." And when yeah. when the scenes were on uh, unveiling themselves to be like, "Remember this?" I was yeah. like, "You know what? I'm all right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I li- I definitely think that like I laughed enough throughout this movie just to be like, "Hey, you know, you didn't yeah, fuck it up." Sure. Um, it's too long, but and this pacing's weird. It's it's it, but it's just like I don't know. 
I don't think you're it's ever going to get like I don't think a, an Adam McKay Will Ferrell movie no. is ever going to be properly paced because no. they no. shoot six hours. Yeah, totally. And they are uh, when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. They're they're releasing there was a bonus version of it where it's the exact same movie scene for scene and story wise, but every single joke is different. Yeah, because everything's improv. Yeah, mm-hmm. like fucking crazy. Which is cool, but I'm glad you brought up criticisms and stuff like that because yeah. I I don't normally do this, but I I want to read this because I just thought it was crazy. <laughs> okay, I went home and uh, as I often do, I went on IMDb and like read about you know like how are other people feeling about yes, it. And most yeah. of the reviews are actually quite good, and then I found this one, which is just <laughs> crazy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> is this a you understand? Is this a user? Is review? it from the future? Am I, I don't even know. Is it a user review? Yeah, or? user okay. review. And it goes, uh, I found a poster that promoted the film as made to do Zoolander as Sesamo Street. I cared about the characters in the cast of Unknowns have great strength, power, and voices. Even though I, I knew exactly what would happen. The journey there was great. It was great. The cameos are fun. I love musicals. That, sound, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds like a. Um, I don't know what's happening. Like a five-year-old mental patient. I don't think. I don't think. I, I, I don't think that's a real review. I think that's like a spam bot has just yeah. taken a bunch of yeah. text and kind of smashed it together. It's uh-huh. like those. It's like when you have monkeys in a room. Yeah, or when you have like a blog and you'll get like a comment on it and it'll be like, "I found information here. Great, good link yeah, to no, me. Bye now. Yeah. Oh, wow. But this person, anchorman. This this computer person didn't like this movie because then it goes on to uh, blah blah. I love music. Uh, uh, but this thing was dead on arrival. It's a shame, though. We needed a good movie about potty jokes and the happenings during the future. <laughs> the happenings during the, the future. The happenings during the future. I don't want to very many future happenings. No, I, don't, I don't want to break into that guy, but the 80s was not the future. <laughs> where, whereupon this movie takes place. Oh, man. Let's see what else do we got here? Uh, and then he's in all caps. I am helpless. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cry for help. <laughs> this computer bot uh, is. I do not know what uh, else to say about this disgusting, unimaginable piece of human feces. That in quotations, please save your time, your brain, or energy, or whatever you might call it. End quotation. And never ever watch this film. If you just bought the DVD, go burn it. If you, <laughs> if you like World War Two movies. <laughs> <laughs> Go get yourself a copy of MASH, which is not World War Two. <laughs> no, no, that was the Korean War. That's also. right. Yeah, and oh if you God. need to be reminded of how cruel humans can be to others in total ris- disrespect of life, love, and anything that matters to most of us today, in quotations, the Dogtown Lord is a wonderful yet very disturbing piece of art as it, as it is Schindler's Fist. Oh. <laughs> what? If you, I don't know. If you like good fantasy stories, maybe have some episodes of Female Warrior Xena. Drama, Driving Miss Daisy, is a masterpiece. That's all oh, caps sorry, too. Wait, wait, and it is so And it, it so happens that you're an absolutely devoted fan of d- deep brain cell destruction while in a totally oblivious state of mind. A copy of the ripoff games Jackass the movie 1, 2, or even 3 someday. <laughs> might be your choice Some, of the moment. Someday? <laughs> might be your choice of the moment. Somebody needs End them. review. Wait, hold on. Sorry. In the middle of that, was there a comparison between driving Miss Daisy? Drama. And, uh, yeah. They needed to throw in that driving Miss Daisy is a drama. Driving Miss Daisy drama. <laughs> uh, that was great. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and also someone needs to message this guy and be like... <laughs> What's Jackass happening? 3 came out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's on Netflix, man. Well, he does Check say it maybe out. you'll see it someday. someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like, well, yeah. I that's... was interested in the happenings of the future. So. Oh, sure. You know what? I think we need to go and click on that dude's name after the show and like go see if there's other yeah. reviews? bot reviews yeah. of other. I feel like that's just a, some some computer script has been going around to user reviews of things and just He's being called... like, these two words, these two words, Yeah, well, because at words. the beginning he says that it's a journey that he very much admired or yeah. something. Yeah, and then he was like, it's human feces also. Yeah. He's called uh, Bollywood Chewbacca. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Checks out. So <laughs> That's all on board. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... Anchorman, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You'll if, get what you want. Yeah, if, if you, you like yeah. Will Ferrell and these guys, they're all they all do something great at some point. Yeah, um, and it's just as nonsensical as I wanted it to be, and as the first one was, maybe more nonsensical. Yeah, well, it goes way further. Yeah, yeah. Go, uh, by the end of it, it just goes crazy. Yeah, there's um, some very good stuff though. Yeah, I laughed for sure. out loud a number of times. Yeah, and that's about all you can ask for. Sure. Um. Yeah. Better than most Will Ferrell movies I've seen in the last yeah. bunch of years. Yeah. 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 Uh, nothing, nothing beats uh, it for non-anchorman. I can't I, for my money. You can't beat the other guys. That's a really good movie. Yeah, I do like that one a lot. Yeah, I, a, I think that's my favorite. Aside from Anchorman, I've still only seen half of that movie. Mm. You, are I, but a I've fool. seen half of it like three times. <laughs> I keep falling asleep. You, oh, okay. You just need to start it in the middle next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just that I keep getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn it off. Oh, I got to turn it off. And, guns and hide. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, we... I saw some stuff. I, just, I won't go too uh, in depth here, but just for uh, for comic book fans, I watched uh, the uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, the animated Ooh. film. The, there's yeah. two. There's part one and part two. They're both about an hour and fifteen minutes each. There's so many of those animated movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, and I know that some of them get really good reviews, but yeah. there's so many of them, I'm, ne- I'm always like, I can't remember yeah, the can't names of the ones one from the other. to, okay, to just, watch. Just, I've watched almost all of them, okay. because I am a comic book nerd. Uh, watch Batman Year One. I've heard that one, yeah, and, that's good. And this one. Okay. They're both based on I Frank will. Miller's uh, works, because Frank Miller wanted to do, like, what if I did the beginning of Batman and the end of Batman? Mm-hmm. Or and it's a great, they're great companion pieces. Um... I saw Batman year one a uh, few months ago. Totally loved it. And I was like, wow, they're doing the Dark Knight Returns. And I've got a really, you know, intense relationship with that uh, with that graphic novel. It's one of the best things I've ever read. And I was like, well, it'll be dumbed down. It's a cartoon and stuff like that. And they put everything in it. Yeah. It's all there. It is violent. It's disturbing. I was really impressed. The voice acting was a little underwhelming considering Peter Weller is playing Batman Bruce Wayne. Damn. Oh. But, like, there's some lines that I was waiting for. Like, these are good lines. Like, get yeah. into that shit. And I was like, ah, nope. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Didn't threw that like- one away, buddy. That's a, that's a, mm, you should have read the comic book. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like, quite surprised at how good it was. So if you're a comic book fan, check it out. Um, it will just make you want a live action one done because you can see how they could fucking do it and mm-hmm. make it great. <clears throat> uh, the, uh, Nolan's Batman franchise borrowed heavily from this because um, it's it's just full of great ideas. Yeah. The other thing I watched uh, was a Walter Matthau movie from 1975, I believe, uh, called Charlie Varick. I've been dying to see that movie. Fuck me, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I that, I got that on on one of my little like I need to watch this movie list because I read about it somewhere and then it's I know that it's on one of the Netflix and I keep seeing yeah. it being like I need to watch this. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's uh, it's got a it's kind of a quintessential '70s film. It's yeah. uh, got a little bit of comedy, a whole lot of grittiness, mm-hmm. um, and it the story unfolds in a 
fairly unorthodox manner, but I mean, what, what is sort of the norm for 70s yeah, movies, yeah. you know? But it has a similar vibe if you're a fan of, like, uh, Sugarland Express or something like that, um, or any, you know, good character-driven pieces. Yeah, in my mind, I always think of it with, like, Long Goodbye or for sure. That's Long Good Friday. Funny, uh, Casey brought up the Long Goodbye this weekend, and I... Yeah. They, they do kind of fit together, Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, the, the, the movie is about uh, Charlie Varick. Uh, he was a small-time bank robber um, who's fairly new to bank robbing. Uh, it's he and he does this with his wife and their friend, and um, they rob a small. All they want to do is small-town banks to avoid big heat, but they rob uh, this tiny small-town bank and wind up with uh, three quarters of a million dollars. They realize then that it's mob money. Okay. So and then it's that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Don Baker is in it, and he's sweet fucking. Awesome. So yeah. good. And uh, the always amazing John Vernon. Um, if you want a good, gritty, fun, it's not a whodunit. It's not really a mystery. It's like, what's he going to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I highly, highly recommend it. Walter, Walter Matthau is the fucking best, and he just totally carries this movie. It's great. Awesome. Yeah, I've been I've been meaning to see that. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a while, I went through like a, a period of watching a shitload of 70s movies like mm-hmm. that, and then it was one of the ones that I was kind of like put on the list, like watch that later. And then every time it comes up, much like a band called Death, I'm like, I need to see this, but I don't mm-hmm. feel like watching it right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, strongly recommend. Really, uh, solid stuff. Sweet. Great yeah, end. now I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna bump ending. that up. Yeah, very good. Worth the end. Sweet. <laughs> uh, anything else? Should we get into film roulette? No. Huh? Casey watched something. And I want to hear what he thought about it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, isn't that isn't that for film roulette? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought that was just something you watched. No. Well, shit. All right. Well, we should get to it then. Let's go. All right. Let's go. I want to go. <laughs> Film letters our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Last week it was winner's choice, so I went and saw Philomena. Casey went and saw Prisoners. Uh, the loser has to go see something shitty or something that looks like it's going to be three hours long, have a lot of singing in it, and a bunch <laughs> of ho- hobbits. And maybe a little too much fiddle-dee-dee. Yeah, for one uh, host's <laughs> taste. Greg went and saw The Hobbit, colon... Desolation of Smaug. Yes. Smaug. 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 So... The uh, rest of the rules, I guess I should say. I thought I almost skipped over them. The loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week, and that is how we play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this week we split the difference. I was hoping we would end up seeing the same thing, but we didn't. We, uh, you you ended up stick, staying home watching uh, Prisoners. Yeah, I wanted to do like a big catch up thing because the yeah. uh, the Golden Globes nominations totally and. I don't want to place a lot of stock in the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. I place less stock in the Golden Globes than I do the Oscars, and I place little stock in the Oscars. I still very much care what's nominated. I don't know why. I just do. Fair enough. Um, so I'm trying to play a little game of... of a little catch-up. A little catch-up. So, Sweet. Um, so, yeah, Prisoners was the first thing that I this year that I've been really like, fuck, I got to see that movie. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did. Um, it's a fucking amazing movie. It's a yeah. very affecting movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it is definitely not without its problems. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I, I've been thinking about this movie a lot uh, as I've seen the stuff roll out, and I feel like it's because I actually I rewatched Zodiac recently, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the the extended cut of Zodiac, and that fucking flew by, and I was just That's like, wow, great this great movie. I was like, this movie's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. for the rest of time. Yeah. Like yeah. this movie is forever gonna be 
one of my probably top 10 favorite movies of all time. And I feel like now revisiting Zodiac, thinking back to Prisoners, I think like I loved Prisoners when I saw it. Yeah. I feel like for years from now, I'll go back to it and be like, I don't like this as much as I thought. <laughs> well, see, I feel like I feel like I might like it as much as I did uh, ha- having just seen it. Now that I know what kinds well, yeah. of movies it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is more than one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, yeah. And, and it's disappointingly so. Yeah. But for some reason, that didn't detract from the fact that it's so watchable. Yes, yeah, like, super watchable. It is a really entertaining movie for, like, and, and from the very beginning, mm-hmm. you know what it's about? Child abduction. Uh, from the very beginning, I'm watching it. I'm lying there watching it by myself going like, this is intense. <laughs> I don't feel good about what's about to happen at all. And uh, it's very tastefully told. Uh, it's not like overly like manipulative or anything. But it's it's a great story about the way people deal with grief and, and justice and their own sense of mm-hmm. of uh, um, of justice. Uh, it's that for like. An hour, yeah, maybe an hour and twenty minutes or an half, and then it becomes a whodunit kind of thriller, like thriller that Lambsy something. It did yeah. not need to be. No, no, L- like, but I still enjoyed it. Like, absolutely. When the, when the shift happened, I'm like, "What are we doing? I was yeah. liking that movie." Yeah, yeah. And, and and then I found myself going, "Oh, well, I guess it's this movie now." <laughs> totally. So, uh, oh, I guess I like this movie too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and I do think that like um, it. Yeah, where it ends up by the end of it is kind of dumb. Like, there's stuff about it that I yeah. don't really like, and it mm-hmm. definitely, it definitely does the the like, oh, here's a bunch of characters at the beginning of the movie that you won't see, and then you'll be like, well, they're going to bring these people back. Like, yeah. it, it definitely is manipulative in some of the ways that it becomes a standard thriller. And mm-hmm. there are a couple of um, real convenient things. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when it becomes that thriller, there's a couple of like. Uh, yeah, how sure. They didn't. Yeah, and that was okay. one of the, the one of the things that I didn't like about it the first time I saw it. Um, I think I wrote this in the review I put on Modern Superior. I was like, it's it's frustrating that the movie fumbles things like that at the end of the movie that it like nailed the it nailed the little things so well at the beginning. Like it nails yeah. so many little subtle things, and then yeah. when it comes time to be like reveal the big picture, it's just like fucking dropping shit everywhere. You're like, <laughs> oh, you're just fumbling around. Yeah, now. but I felt like. Th- Throughout the whole thing, the direction was amazing. Yeah, like I could I see did, it I being nominated for best director and because the performances. Are yeah, really, um, really hold it down. Absolutely, like and like like Paul Dano doesn't have that much to do, but yeah. what he does is fucking yeah, stunning. Kid is uh, shit. One performance that I, I hadn't really heard that much about, but that I was totally blown away by, was uh, Maria Bello. Mm-hmm. Uh, she only has a couple of scenes um, as as the mother of one of the. I didn't children. like her when I first saw it. Really, I think in my my, my review, I was like, oh, you know, like she's not, she doesn't was one of the, her and Terrence Howard were the things that I called out in my first viewing. I was like, I don't know how I liked that. And so I wrote about it, but then I saw it a second time and I was like, oh, I kind of came around on those performances. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought Terrence Howard was fine. Yeah. I don't think he did anything. Um, I thought the woman who played his wife was, was, but she was given more to do. Too. Yeah. Um, and Maria Bella, like I, I, I feel like they showed you the different types of grief that you can experience or mm-hmm. that, that various people experience, uh, like during a, a heavy trauma. Um, and, and I felt like her just like, she gave up being like participating in it so that she could just live in this little cocoon of my daughter's still alive kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so she didn't have to face anything. So yeah, I thought her, yeah. uh, her performance was like 
really disturbing at, at points uh, because you really felt a lot of compassion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, not a perfect movie, but God damn it, a great movie. Yeah, what really good about? to watch. I mean, yeah. All the big talk when the movie came out was uh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman's which, performance. Yeah, yeah, which yeah like, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, very good. But I really thought Gyllenhaal deserved a little more credit because oh, he man. really held that fucking movie together. He's the through line. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He and there was like a heaviness to his to his absolutely that uh, that you've seen in other performances of his, but that that there was like a weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as he ages and becomes a, a, an older actor, he just gets better and better. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he was he was phenomenal. Ever, like such a great, yeah. uh, such a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Leo was restrained. Yep. Yeah. You never know which one you're gonna get. No. And yeah. this was a good allegiance or balance performance. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm no, just. Def- I'm definitely interested mm-hmm. in seeing how this movie ages because yeah, mm-hmm. I just. Uh, I I've kind of been like super high on the movie and super low on it, and now I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. what a really solid movie. Not as well rounded, but like even the points, like you said, like when it becomes a different movie, and you're like, wait, and then you're like, but I don't. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it's kind of jarring, and you're yeah. like, wait, what? Why am I in this movie now? But then the movie just goes, shh, shh, watch this. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. I think that's a good, yeah, that's yeah. a really good description. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Prisoners for me. Yeah. Um, I went and saw Philomena. Yeah. Um, this movie, directed by Stephen Frears, uh, it's been getting a lot of buzz for the performances. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen the trailers and oh, stuff yeah. for these? Yeah, movies? yeah, I've yeah. seen a couple trailers. See, I I saw the trailer for this and I was like, I really want to see this. Like Steve Coogan looks good, Stephen Frears, the performances, but the trailer really rubbed me the wrong way because it had this this really annoying kind of like indie orchestra soundtrack that was just like feel something, audience. Like, <laughs> and I felt like I I wasn't sure what to expect when I came and saw this movie. So I went and saw it uh, with Alex on the weekend and, and not really knowing kind of what I'm going to get. I, I feel like these movies that are kind of set up as prestige pictures or crowd pleasers, you know, like Silver Linings last year was the, was the same way, mm-hmm. uh, get, get a lot of like audience awards and stuff at, at film festivals. I feel like sometimes they're movies with these amazing performances and then the movie is kind of like... like outshined because it's just kind of like oh that was an all right movie but those people were brilliant in it so i kind of like didn't know what to expect from it and uh holy fuck do i love this movie oh yeah i absolutely loved it i can't almost i can almost not think of anything that i did not like about this movie i think it's um well, uh, for for anyone that doesn't know, I'll read the plot outline on IMDb. Uh, world-weary political journalist Steve Coogan picks up the story of a woman's search for her son who was taken away from her decades ago after she became pregnant and was forced to live in a comment. Um, and, and this movie is so um, plainly sketched and, and, and told. It's a very simple film in terms of how it's laid out, but... but really really um complex in the depth of the emotion that this movie is playing like it's just it's a very you know like steve coogan picks up this story about judy dench and and the terrible things that that have happened to her and she's been searching for her son and so they kind of go on a series of road trip-esque kind of uh 
plots like they just kind of they're trying to figure out who he who is he and then they eventually go to america and it's kind of like the odd couple you know like she's this just sort of an older lady and very very opposite of him who's kind of like left-leaning atheist and oh they're gonna get at each other or whatever so it's kind of tropey in the way that it sets it up but it's very simple it works it's hilarious straight through it is as funny as it is uh affecting yeah. and uh this movie got me ex- probably as close to crying as any movie this year <laughs> like right to the edge of niagara you falls emotionless yeah. like robot. i and and judy dench like they're like she's getting a lot a lot of buzz about this movie none of it is hyperbole yeah. she is fucking amazing right. best thing i've ever seen her done huh? and uh she just nails like she's hilarious and then instantly will turn around and do something so emotionally grounded and sad and and beautiful and and it's it's like you you see a lot of old people in your life that kind of are wacky and kooky in the ways that old people are but then like there's a real emotional grounded like groundedness to her performance that like there's a scene where they're at a salad bar and she's piling on the croutons and talking about like i love these little bread pieces or something and it's very (laughs) funny but then like instantly turns to him and starts talking about her son and you're like whoa like super heavy all of a sudden she nails that that transition in a way that i don't think many people can right um yeah i uh direction was great you can have a screenplay credit yeah is that right yeah Yeah. he i think he co-wrote it with somebody based off the book which because it was a true story (laughs) right but yeah just like this movie is about so many things i didn't think it was like because it's very much about religion um there's 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 a lot of different stuff that this movie is about underneath just being kind of like a road trip emotional journey trying to find somebody's son like i just Mm -hmm. felt it's so simply told but there's so much to it and it doesn't hang too heavy and there's a lot to think about and talk about and uh yeah just really 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 fucking great Mm -hmm. i just could was blown away by how much I enjoyed this movie. Nice. Because I went in just thinking like, oh, you know, it'll be an all right, kind of like Oscar-y, you know, award season flick. And then just kind of was like, yeah, just really, really, really well done. This movie, Nebraska, and a couple others, this like late season, I'm playing catch up with these kind of movies. And fuck, man. Yeah. Are yeah. you putting it, are, are you putting it in a perspective top five, top 10? If I was so. to make a top five off the top of my head now, it would absolutely be in there. Be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. With Nebraska and some other. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. So for those of you keeping score, uh, Philomena, this new sort of uh, integrity pick, almost made Dan Gorman cry. Yep. Mm-hmm. I cried at Bicentennial Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's where we're at. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Greg. Yeah. Uh, just before I get in, I just want to mention, I forgot to mention at the top, uh, I all, I did see Nebraska. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got caught up on that. And just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it it fits in. I think with that sort of themes, you know, uh, watching an old person deal with life, yeah. and their family and needs and things like that. I think Nebraska is an outstanding movie. It blew my mind. The performances are so good. Bruce oh, yeah. Dern, and, but Will Forte and yeah. Bob Odenkirk are so great, and it's just such a great movie. Yeah, that, that really shows off and succeeds in in you know showing people's at uh, whatever age needs for needs and uh small personal victories yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, you know the pursuit of happiness or something like that but man what a fucking amazing movie yeah go see nebraska absolutely and beautiful uh beautiful black and white cinematography Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah yeah. striking outstanding yeah um and yeah there was a 
Alex posted on the See You Next Wednesday wall a uh, a little article about the real Philomena before we move on, uh, uh, yeah, responding to a critic who said that the movie was very anti-religious and religion and 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 yeah, was very, it was like very anti-Republican. Yeah, and, uh, it was a very interesting read to having just watched I'm it. Sorry, was, my life didn't fit into your Republican or Catholic yeah. views. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and it's interesting because he talks about how they how they vilify like the the religious stuff in the movie, and and I felt like that was needed because you know. The whole movie is about Steve Coogan writing her story and how he's kind of like, you know, we got to have the good people. We got to have like the good people, which is Philomena and the really evil people. And it's going to be the nuns. And it kind of fits into that. But also I felt like the movie needed it because it's very much a movie about like extremes and landing in the middle. A lot like about time is like, just be nice to people and stuff. And I feel like you need that kind of like extreme on one end. And then Steve Coogan's kind of an extreme on the other end. He gets a little kind of aggressive with his atheism and stuff throughout the movie. And you kind of need that to center Philomena in the middle of it all. Right. And I, and it just works so well that way. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) you check the movie out and then read that little uh, article. It's really good. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So, uh, you were in the movies today, uh-huh. Greg, yes, for, for three a hours. few hours. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, okay. So, what what movie did you go see? I saw <laughs> The Hobbit: Desolation of Smaug. 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 Uh, was in what, how many dimensions was it in? It was in the third dimension. Whoa. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now that's uh, like what I thought about most while I was watching this movie is. Uh, the the film quality of it, it it's, the HDR this is the or whatever highest quality picture you can get oh is it another one of those things where it, they film it so it looks like a looks soap like, opera looks like a soap opera how is technology reaching its pinnacle to give us soap opera look your eyes it's just don't know man the yeah worst. it's like your eyes are too stupid yeah. to realize well, here's the thing in some scenes it looks really good like when it's really dark. Yeah. And there's a nice clarity to things, and the dragon looks cool in these circumstances with the, that kind of thing. But any scene where there is a normal amount of light and anything is moving at all, yeah. <laughs> it looks terrible, I think. I think it looks cheap. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Red Dwarf or something like that. Like, it's the the lowest... Like that's why that's why soap operas look like that because video is yeah. much cheaper and just like whatever and I feel like that's what it looks like and I think it's bad for storytelling because I was so and I, I don't know maybe I'm just old or something I have no idea but I, yeah I, I couldn't get into the story at all because I was just looking at it like here's the other problem remember when TV went to HD yeah and they did not know how to keep up with it as far as live television went and all the sportscasters looked like they were dying (laughs) bloodshot eyes the makeup was all fucked up I don't feel like the makeup and costumes have caught up because this is so ultra crisp that I can see the makeup again Uh, it's like it has no budget all of a sudden I can see the creases I can see the wigs the hair looks wrong and Gandalf looks like he's just a guy doing cosplay because I can see the felt it doesn't look like something from Middle Earth. Yeah. It looks like something from Costco. Right. You know? Like, it, <laughs> oh, no. it, it's so... His, I, I couldn't stop looking at his hat. Like, but, but like the Did your mom make that Costco. hat? <laughs> <laughs> Did she buy her shit and make that hat for you, Gandalf? Mrs. The Gandalf. <laughs> I like that <laughs> hat. It was just, it's so distracting. Like, super, super distracting. But that's that and whatever. And I just... I don't really like that look. Yeah. I like a film to be... It should... I don't know. I don't think they should be this clear. I think yeah. it's bad for storytelling. Until they figure out everything else that goes with it, don't do it. Let's yeah. Just- and I've also I've heard arguments to like maybe these aren't the movies that they should be trying this. Like maybe there's yeah. other types of movies that that this technology would fit better. Sure. Yeah. Because um, this is gonna if this doesn't this type of filmmaking doesn't continue and go forward and 
you know, look great down the line. It's going to mar this expensive trilogy forever. But who gives a fuck? Because you know what? This trilogy can suck on my balls. <laughs> suck. Okay, this is better than the first one. Okay. okay. I will so say that. What's the gist of this one? The gist of this one is, <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Yeah, a lot of walking. It's the same thing. There's so much walking, and every time they get to some point, we're like, wow, something super dangerous could happen in here again. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was like, I'll see you later. And takes <laughs> off. He always leaves. He did it in the, uh, the other trilogy too. He's always yeah. got something to go do. And I'm like, what? Where are all those giant birds? Why can't they just fly you to the mountain? We mm-hmm. don't have to walk through the crazy dangerous forest. <laughs> Isn't the official name? Shit, you know, like, so this is all the kinds of walking and uh, things chasing them or trying to eat them in woods. There's a big scene with spiders, and that's kind of cool. It looks all right. And it was fairly dark in these scenes, so the soap opera look didn't you know, ruin anything. I was like, that's okay. Uh, the CGI stuff, when it's like, okay, all the CGI characters, like the orcs, who are all CG, almost mm-hmm. all CGI now, um, when they're just in like a uh, just a, like a one-shot on a guy up close and he's talking, looks pretty good. Like there's parts about this new way of filming that I there are quality yeah and aid the effects but again as soon as there's a lot of action or a bunch of things happening on the screen it looks terrible um, but anyway so I don't know orcs are chasing dwarves then elves are fighting dwarves and, and orcs then they're in a river then there's some people then they go to a mountain there's a dragon finally I fell asleep for about 10 minutes in the middle yeah <laughs> I don't know why I find that satisfying but I do Totally zonked out for a I don't find like, it satisfying. You have to go back and watch it all oh, again. Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes. What did I miss? Now, <laughs> you can stay awake for the whole thing. I don't remember everything about the book. I read it when I was like nine or something like that. But what I, my main source of memory is the animated Hobbit, mm-hmm. which I quite loved when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a long time. Is that the, that's the Ralph Bakshi one mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Um, no, the Ralph the... Bakshi one was oh, no, Lord he, of the Rings, the part Lord one. Of Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, part one. And, and two never came. Recap on the end. And by the way, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but it, it has a similar look. But yeah, there's a, it's an animated Hobbit movie. Yes. I, I loved it when I was a kid. Um, but there's all this other stuff going on, and I think it was you that had mentioned there was like scenes that are in this that aren't from the book or something. Yeah, I was again to name drop. I was listening to the Mamo podcast right. where they were because t- I have no interest in seeing this, and they spoiler yeah. the hell out of it. And I, I still found it to be an interesting listen. But they did make the argument that people need to understand that these the Hobbit trilogy is not necessarily an adaptation, and as more of a instead, it's more of a like playing in the world so of that it's book fan fiction. Yeah, they, they actually say basically this is basically fan fiction. They've yeah. taken all this stuff and just you know threw a lot of it away and put a lot of it on the screen, and then kind of yeah. like 
extended it with what what else could we do in this world is are the lord of the rings I mean, because obviously Lord of the Rings has ardent fans. Are the fans upset about this? I don't know. The I people know. in the theater were just enjoying life mm-hmm. to yeah. the fullest. Like there was this, there's an action sequence, and uh, things became very popular in the in the original trilogy with uh, uh, Legolas the Elf, <laughs> uh, Orlando Bloom, doing more and more acrobatic, like crazy things with his bow and arrow, and it yeah. became sort of a fan thing. And Stephen uh, uh, and Jackson wanted to. Uh, uh, Peter Jackson wanted to up it every time. So there's a scene with a lot of that. And that's the other thing. is like I feel like Legolas wasn't like a big part of The Hobbit, but he's a lot in this movie. Yeah. And uh, Evangeline Lilly. I don't particularly care. Like, it's all good. It, I didn't care at all. Him. It's worse. No, I don't like Leonard Bloom. Uh, but so there's this long, where all the dwarves are in barrels rushing down a river, and they're being chased by orcs who are trying to kill them, and there's all this crazy orc fighting barrel action and uh, one of the dwarves uh, one of the dwarves is fighting an orc and there's a spear that gets lodged into the side of his barrel just like a big barrel yeah, like a, you know. yeah. and then the spear is sticking so picture like a your classic like a gavel, barrel like a gavel right <laughs> yeah the spear is sticking out like a handle and it hits a bunch of rocks which then make it javelin style you know or what is it what do you call that uh, pole, pole vault pole, pole yeah. vault up into the air and he spins around and knocks over a bunch of orcs. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, yeah that happens like for a, a long time. And he keeps rolling and knocking people over. And the fucking theater is going bananas. <laughs> Just howling and clapping and hooting and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This <laughs> <laughs> is stupid. It's, it's, uh, he's in a barrel. I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's the big fucking deal? Yeah. Yeah, nothing about that seems I've well, heard again, I've I've heard in reviews that the people calling out like this really awesome scene in barrel like barrel chase scene and this thing that happens is the funniest thing. Have you? And so it must be must be that. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. loved it. They went nuts. Yeah. Yeah, they thought it was Why, the funniest I, thing in the world. I don't know, what is so he flips up in the air and, and then like hits over some people like a barrel like like a bowling orcs. ball or something. Yeah. And okay. then oh then is it he, played for laughs? And then he, well, it's all kind of wacky. Like this one's much goofier and childlike than really. Because well, the stakes aren't as high. I've heard. I can't I've heard the opposite. No, I mean not. Fucking I mean goofier than the first to, uh, one. The, the original trilogy, not the first. Movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Darker, I've heard people then, say this is a lot darker. It than is the first a lot darker, and there isn't. There's no singing. Okay. Which I was very happy. About. Yeah. No fiddle dee. But it still didn't matter. It was still the longest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> like this whole thing does not need to be this long. This is so shitty. Um, but uh, yeah, so at the and then he yeah he rolls around in the in the barrel and then he it it lands and it's kind of broken and he's able to stick his arms out the sides of the barrel and he okay. fights like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what's so great. It's just there's you know uh, Legolas shoots so, an orc sorry, in the head with a narrow at one point. And I was like, cool kill, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, you <laughs> said it with no <laughs> Wait, cool kill. So sorry, there's there's one guy in a barrel who shoves his arms out the sides of the barrel and his legs out the bottom of the barrel yes. and he's wearing the barrel like a I like to call old him timey too. hobo kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah kinda. Uh, I like to call him Barrel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name on account of the barrel. Yeah. Uh yeah. Wow. This all sounds so stupid I can't even <laughs> believe it. Yeah. There's um, gotta uh, man, there's yeah. Did, so, did Jimmy Kane say that he liked this? No, I, I'm just picturing these people that like like this movie he, listening and being like, "You're just, so wrong." He, he did say he's just like, "Look, the dragon looks really cool." Yeah, you know, I, I know what you're, you're gonna see and stuff, and I'm like, "Okay." And the dragon did look super cool. 
I don't think it looked any cooler than the dragon in Dragon Slayer from 1981. That, <laughs> that was an awesome dragon. And still looks awesome. Creeps yeah. me right the fuck out. But it looks pretty good. And it, But it still looks like, because of the, the, uh, the HD camera work and stuff like that, which having a fully CGI character in it, such a weird thing because there's some angles where I'm like this looks really good right does it it does doesn't it I can't tell yeah. <laughs> you know like I can't tell if I'm looking at a cool looking cartoon or something that looks real like it's such a weird but yeah okay so I don't know it, it look the dragon is neat Benedict Cumberpatch is the voice oh and sure <laughs> yeah. and good enough you'll give it a pass yeah and I don't know man it's just another long ass Hobbit movie and I don't know why it's so Three, yeah. Well, I think they. I, I feel like it's they've they've established that there are people that want to watch six hours of oh, this. Yeah, that's the thing. And, well, and while and clearly, we line, aren't them. But yeah, it's fun to rip on. Yeah, yeah well, so it's not quite three, three hours. It's, it's two hours and forty minutes. Okay. And I only know that because I was standing in line waiting forever, and it was just like I was in the the nerd kingdom of the world as they're all waiting and reciting the book to each other. Ugh. And the, and one person's like, "How long is it?" I hear it's like over two hours, and someone's like, "I heard it's three or something." And then this guy who's not part of their group who's wearing a back. Like you, he turns around and goes, uh, it's two hours 40. <laughs> and then smiles like, uh-huh. And they're all like, oh, man. <laughs> this guy knows the running time already. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, get ready. This is going to be two hours 40 minutes. And awesome. <laughs> I love that world. I love that that world exists. I don't get it. I'm not a part of it. But I love that there's cool guys oh, in <laughs> Yeah, definitely. As someone who's uh, someone yeah. who goes to Fan Expo uh, m- many years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a thing. Excuse me, guys. It's two hours forty. <laughs> Let's all get ready. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, get your barrel on. Yeah. He's like, I've seen it. There's barrels in this. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be dropping hints like, I've seen it. Get ready for the barrels. <laughs> Anyone is boiling anything? Well, yeah. Barrels. When the arrow you know read the book. When the arrow goes into the barrel, you'll be you'll know. <laughs> it's in an hour and thirty five minutes. <laughs> Why does he talk like that? Uh, like everything that happened in this movie definitely could have been told to me in f- about forty minutes. Yeah. Definitely. Because there's all the stuff that doesn't need to be there that's just the fucking stupidest. But there's still no plot, right? It's it's no, still basically just walking to go. And this is the other problem with this why there shouldn't be three movies and like it's just so boring is like that what's at stake isn't all that fucking interesting. The dwarves want their 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 kingdom back and that's cool. Go get it. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> you go. You, you go, but dwarves. Like, yeah, the Lord of the Rings kingdom, over three y'all. movies, that's about like evil the darkness is going to swallow everything. Yeah. We're all going to fucking die. Yeah. So there's a real sense of consequence. This is like, boy, these guys really want to go home. <laughs> Why was that guy Canadian? Dwarves. Why was that guy Canadian? I want to go home, eh? <laughs> oh, geez, these guys really want to go home, eh? Oh man, I wish this walk was done, eh? <laughs> um, so yeah, just more. We gotta stop walking. and get a bag of milk on the way home, eh? <laughs> I didn't bring a toonie. <laughs> um, fuck, there was something I wanted to ask. Is there a Timmy's in Smaug? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop to get some dirts. Uh, yeah. So this was, you know, uh, long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to say. It was, it, it was like better than uh, uh, the first one. Than the first one. But I like I got up this morning to go watch it, and I was like, I have got this is gonna be hard. I'm tired. I haven't had a lot of sleep. 
So, like, I got up and I made really strong coffee, had a breakfast, and, like, pounded down yeah. this coffee and went there, like, not going to fall go. asleep. Then an hour in, I'm like, <laughs> I can fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I was like, okay, what's important? What's happening now? Elves are talking about dwarves, and dwarves are, okay, no dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think about 10 minutes, maybe less. Yeah. I really hard to tell because I opened my eyes and I'm like, I totally know what's going on, so I don't think I missed anything. Yeah. But, well, uh, I look forward to putting uh, the third one. Oh, yeah, one more year. On a roll they're they're just doing see. one more, right? They're not yeah. breaking it up into I don't think uh, the so. Hobbit part three, part one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by, well, I guess with the way this goes, you have to see the third one. No, mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. If the, the die decides. <laughs> Um, we'll see. Speaking yeah. of the die, last week the die decided that Greg was going to give us another punishment. Yes. So, so what was uh, the album from last week? Uh, well, I we have to listen. To, we had to. Had to. Yeah. I I had to, I'd been having a '90s discussion with a buddy of mine, and then I was thinking, on my way home, I was thinking about. I'm terrible I, '90s, and I'm mad at this buddy because he made me end up having to listen. <laughs> yeah, to this yeah. Album, it popped so. into my head, and I was like, "Oh yeah, ugly kid Joe, they were the worst." Whoever that was, stop having conversations with Greg about <laughs> '90s music, please, please. So I gave it to you, and I was like, "Yeah, right on. Yeah, they suck. Everything about you and that when neighbor." Yeah, ugly kid Joe. I went home, and like a day or two later, I was like, "Because mm, I, I, I couldn't remember if that funky neighbor thing if that was in my head or if it was in the song." So I watched the video, and I was like, "Oh my." God is this bad? Yeah, much bad, much more worse, much bad than I remember. <laughs> you, you much were like, bad. Much bad. Excuse me, much more worse. <laughs> like, oh man! Well, th- th- this is the effect. Apart. It, yeah. it was much, much worse yeah, than I had, that's I had what remembered. Listening to Ugly Kid Joe does. Yes, because <laughs> the the album was the Ugly effect. Kid Joe, America's least America's one. America's least, least one. one. Do you see what they did there? No. Because usually Wait, it. made the you, most beautiful album anyone's ever heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. absolutely. I cried three times. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Philomena. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Dench ain't got nothing on this album. I was like, Funky Neighbor shed a tear. It's so true. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I glad to hear that Funky Neighbor was in there still. Yeah, because when, when I went and started listening to this album and Neighbor was one of the early songs and I kept thinking, I'm waiting for him to say Funky Neighbor. And then I was like, I think they just thought this song was called Funky Neighbor. It's just called Neighbor. And then in the middle, before a solo won't you be my funky neighbor <laughs> he goes won't you won't you be my funky neighbor <laughs> I gotta say about this album he makes some weird noises he makes some weird noises I didn't listen to any of this I just and they in, listen in, to Neighbor in, especially again in, in Neighbor they, they try, they're trying so hard to be a snotty attitude band like in Neighbor there's all that like I'm gross <laughs> Yeah, and they like yeah. make a dumb spitting noise and like oh stink pee you. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's like that. It. It's like that element of of cock rock that's like uh, we're so hardcore, we stink and smoke and, and drink. Yeah, and we fucking drink all the time. And if we were your neighbor, you wouldn't like that very much. <laughs> And like literally, it's like he's describing. He's like, my wife is a slut or something, and my dog's a total dick, and my son is a punk, and I'm super drunk. <laughs> it's 
It is the fucking weirdest. That song is super entertaining. Though. Oh, fuck. I love that song. It's horrible. I and feel then like they we could go, talk about the song Neighbor I know, for yeah, a half ever. an hour. And it gets into like, where it goes. Like, it's like five minutes long. And where All it ends up at the end, long. it goes weird. They go, they switch to like clean guitars later. And it's the sound. Yeah, and the tempo changes. Yeah. And it just becomes like this real serious yeah. song about being a Funkin' Nyaba. A Funkin' Nyaba. A Funkin' Nyaba. We're stretching it so far from where it originally was. Like it doesn't even I fucking hated this album. Well, I mean, this album felt like a, the Hobbit. Like this album felt like a hundred years long to me. I just could not give a fuck about and anything. And yet, it was a it was a fiddly D of a different kind. <laughs> um, in this one, there's. I was surprised at how much of a. Um, Black Crows album this is. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's an yeah. awful lot of Black Black Crows. Um It's just a, it's such a weird amalgamation of like disparaging sounds it's just like cuz you watch the video and they're all like we spoke with this last week and they're all dressed grungy, but they're yeah. playing like dumb cock rock, cock rock yeah. and it's uh, but it, it yeah, and it, you know, it, it sometimes you you squint your, I don't know, it's like you t- put this album on and then like just walk really far away and in the distance maybe you'll be like, is that Guns N' Roses? Or like, oh is my that, God, like, there's a couple of songs yeah. that that really delve into that. Okay, mm. now they're just doing a, a yeah. shitty half-assed blues thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I couldn't even think of too much other than like Neighbors, the funniest, stupidest thing on here. Yeah. I felt like a lot well, of the rest of it I was just like. an hour long. Dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but th- a lot of the songs are really indiscernible from yeah, each other. Yeah, There's a couple, like, there's uh, Panhandling Prince, mm. and that's just shit-ass blues. Yeah. Um, and then the chorus kind of goes like, ooh, are we taking it into a darker territory? No, nah, just more shit-ass blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Busy B, that's the Black Crows. Same side, I don't know what the message of that song is, but I think it's like a quality among scumbags. Because they're all like, <laughs> we all live on the same side of the street, same side of town, all on the same street. We're just walking around. Yep. <laughs> it really resolves in a disappointing way. Yeah. And they cover uh, well, that way they can... in the Cradle. Yeah. Oh, God, I fucking hate that song anyway. <laughs> living, uh, Everyone living on the same side of the street makes it easy to have a lot of funkin' neighbors. <laughs> We all gotta get along, won't you be my finger? Nyaba. <laughs> Nyaba. Uh, we're just, I don't know, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then that I Hate Everything About yep. You song yeah. is... Boo-hoo. Oh, <laughs> why do you keep doing that? Yeah. I hate your mom's guts, too. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Just the oh, worst, off, man. Idiot. It's just you know what, like the music and everything is just like really, really boring, really stupid, really garbage. But it's that like uh, forced attitude that grated yeah. me the most about this. Because like I mean, the cover art's kind of like, oh, look at this, like it's like kind of crudely drawn, you know? Like, and it's, and it's a kid. It's yeah. like this like fucking some giving the filthy finger. little kid who's like totally giving the finger. And then on the back of the of the thing, like of of the CD, like it's the kid, but he's all chained up and his yeah. mouth is taped and his fucking his fist is raised but his finger is taped down so he can't give yeah. you the finger man, oh, man. Yeah. they're censoring him yeah, yeah. exactly like, it's that thing like man this kid stands for freedom the freedom yeah. to stink and give people the bird yeah but they want to take it away from it man yeah it's just yeah it I, is that forced fucking like yeah like we're I, outrageous yeah uh-huh. Yeah, and it just and it and, and 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 again as we talked about last week, it is very just like let's appeal to all the kids, let's appeal oh. to every kid that likes cock rock. Every kid, a kid could 
pick this album up and think it's a punk rock album. Like, oh, middle finger censorship. Oh, well, I'm going to buy this as like an idiot in the in the CD store in the early 90s or whatever. Yeah. I just feel like it's it's custom made for every every authority hating kid. Oh, man. All of the stupid kids in my school had this. Yeah. Album. But it, it, it seems like the packaging and that everything I hate about you or what or I hate everything about you song. Those were packaged for those kids. And then the rest of this album was packaged for their dirtbag uncle. <laughs> like, because it's just the most like watered yeah, down. Yeah, bluesy. it is. It is weird that that a, a lot of the content inside doesn't really go with the packaging and the and the of uh, the packaging of the band itself. No, it's just yeah. it's this thrown together. Like you can tell yeah, that like we wanted, yeah, teenagers too that like that kind of stuff. But then also <laughs> like yeah, younger kids and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I like this all just seems like fucking marketing gone awry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a rad party to me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's such funky neighbors that even Pat from Saturday Night Live is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> in that video. I was like, why is he here? Uh, they just cut back to everyone's or she, in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like clearly had nothing to do on set. No, or just no. like, we'll just come to your house. Yeah. Put on the shirt like and Pat, the Look out the window and go. They go, oh no, neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's literally all. It's she, funky neighbor. Neighbors. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the sketch or anything. It's no. just this shitty character from Saturday Night Live looking yeah. out a window. Yeah, oh, I think you're right. Marketing gone awry. This just reeks of like too much cocaine in like a record label label executive room, and they happen to see like and like a band like a lot like a local band just playing some shitty bluesy thing and they're like want a record label deal or whatever but you gotta like pretend to be grunge and then also play cock rock and all you know it's just and like you look at these guys and they all look like kind of like the metal end of session guys kind yeah. of thing yeah uh, so yeah i definitely yeah, like, feel i mean maybe that's maybe we're totally off but from listening to it it sounds like oh we just found like a pretty okay like chop like in terms of musical ability band yeah and just we're like no you have to be like this now but we'll give you a lot of money yeah and i feel <laughs> i feel like the lead singer was supposed to be like kind of like a more like the grunge version of sebastian bach yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely you know, it's just like amazing wow. yeah uh. don't Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Um, I never want to listen to this again. No. no. I probably won't. No. Probably. So what are we listing because you had to sit through The Hobbit? Yeah, yeah. So I get to unleash another one on you. Yep. Um, well, so I I was going through some lists, trying to find some stuff, and I was – these two things that were just glorious. And I just couldn't decide between the two of them. And then uh, something else popped up out Ooh. of nowhere. Oh, which is always the best. I, yeah. was, you know, I think I've got it down to two, and then there's the wild card comes flying out of nowhere. And it's topical. It's topical. It's award season. You know, yeah. People are up for all kinds of awards. Oh, and like, no. Remember when Eddie Murphy was up for Best Supporting Actor, and people really thought he might get it? Yeah. But like right around the voting time for Oscars, that, that preview for Norbit came out. Yeah. And it was like the most hey Ill, man, Norbert won an Academy Award ever. Cost you an Oscar, maybe. A lot of people thought it did. They gave anyway. an Academy Award to Norbert instead. <laughs> for, they did for effects or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, makeup uh, or whatever. They were like, "Oh fuck, this Dreamgirls movie you're in. We'll give it to this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we remember who you are. So just so you're not fat in Dreamgirls. There's some great stuff up for awards this year, or like looking like it will be. But just so we remember who everybody is, uh. I really think you need to listen to the new Thirty Seconds to Mars album. Ah. Uh. Jared Leto's oh. band. Yep. Wait, the album this came up recently. is called Love, Lust, Faith, and Dreams. Oh, that covers all the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a heavily thematic yeah. album. Yeah. I listened to the single, and I thought it was the worst piece of shit in the world. And uh. I would like you to hear a whole album 
of shitty pieces. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what's it called? 30 Seconds in Heaven? 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes. Oh, to Mars. Yeah. Mars. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only he was to be fair, talented. that's good time. You're making good time. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I will give uh-huh. him that. Yeah. You made it to Mars pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing I can say about this. He album. changed space travel forever. Have you yes. guys heard this band ever? I have heard singles like on TV, like the music videos and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's, it's awful. I don't think I could tell you what they sound like. I feel like I have heard them before, but I, I it's feel like, like really garbage. G- generic emo. alternative in quotes like it but but emo. Yeah, it's like it's it almost reminds me of like that whole genre that like Evanescence was in and like all that kind of like we're kind of gothy and kind of aggressive but yeah. also a little experimental. And but all still, garbage. Yeah, but, but it still has to be hyper melodic yeah. so that fucking retarded 12 year olds can yeah. dig mm-hmm. it. Sweet. Well, that sucks. I'm not happy with that. No. No, um, that's going to suck. That's just going to be laborious. Yeah. Well, let, let's get to rolling so I can forget that I have to listen to this album. <laughs> So this week we we already saw Anchorman. Yeah. Um. So what what did we decide on for? Are we doing winner's choice? What did we decide on? What do we got going on here? We got uh, American Hustles opening up. Oh in, yeah. Well, inside we'll Lewin Davis. Because yeah, well, you've seen Lewin Davis, and like we're all going to see it because of all the uh, delightful connection we've had to uh, ha- Cohen Brothers with Tiff. This, yeah, I have passed. I have while, tickets so. for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it will be. Yeah, American Hustle is the winner. Okay. And the loser is a, a peach. Yeah. This is, <laughs> oh, man. This Hotly is, this anticipated. Is one of those fun, this, is, this is high stakes. Yeah. This, this is, is one of those fun times where, where one of our like little things, our little yeah. special see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Thing. This yeah. is... Uh, for a long time listeners, I think this will be uh, yeah. particularly interesting because there's a new Medea film out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm the only one who has never seen a Medea film. No, I don't. Have you seen a Medea? You've seen he Tyler saw, Perry movies. I've seen two Tyler Perry movies, yeah. zero Medea. Okay. I've seen two Tyler Perry movies, one, one was Medea. Medea. I've seen zero, Wait, zero. Wait, you saw two? Yeah, I saw the one, uh, uh, Alex Cross. Yes. Oh, right. Well, that's not really a Tyler this Perry. Is, it wasn't a Tyler Perry Presents. No, a terrible movie. But yeah. he was in it. Yeah, yeah. This was just uh, this was he was in a terrible Tyler movie. Tyler Perry presents his terrible point of view. <laughs> um. So yeah, Medea's Christmas. What's it called? Something, something along like that, those lines. Sure. A very yeah. Medea Christmas. Something yeah, like that. Medea goes These, to Christmas the, jail or something. I've seen one Medea movie in it, but it was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so this is out in on. theaters still. So we got to get it. It's the it's yeah. the season. Yeah. Fucking um, Larry the Cable Guy's in it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Now so, I'm excited. Yeah. I like to get her done. Uh, yeah. uh, Maria Horsford shows up, <laughs> and I think we we're all a big fan of hers. <laughs> what you got? Casey's rolling. Oh, my God. Casey has rolled a five. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, getting it going. I feel sick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, there is part of me that kind of, because I've never seen a Medea. Yeah. There's part of me that kind of wants up, to. Man. Okay. I'm rolling. It's fucked up. I have rolled. Oh it's, spinning. It? it's spinning. <laughs> it's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. That's it's spinning for a really spinning. long time. I can't tell what it is. Uh, oh, my God. Three. Oh. <laughs> Five for three. Greg, please roll two or one. Come on, Please roll two or one. He rolled oh! two. Yes. God oh, my God. Damn it. Greg is going to see Medea Christmas. Uh, I yeah, am not uh, a very Medea Christmas. Yes. Is that what it is? I can't remember. Come on, yeah, man! Like, it's about I'm Christmas. sorry, dude. It's Stop. Medea in it. Like, oh, this you're is four in a row. Yeah, you're on another roll here, dude. Oh. 
that was my life for the entire first year of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I think I, I went like. The, I wonder what the longest streak has been. Yeah. I wonder who holds that record. Hey, hey listeners, I had, with a, the I had a massive time. one right off the top. Yeah, and yeah. then first well, no, I think I had the first massive streak of losing. Uh, yeah, you did because that was when you saw one of the Medea films and a couple yeah. others. Well, one of the Tyler Perry. Movies. Yes, right. and um, oh, and then man. I got yeah. Oh, I got into the fucking shit yeah. for a while. Seen one. No, this is bullshit. And no, you'll is... have seen three. <laughs> no, I'm well, real. I'm, I'm real happy. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what? There was part of me that wanted to, because the weird thing is, because I've seen two of them now, and the two that I saw were his high melodrama. I've never seen his comedy. Yeah, they're fucked up, man. It's so fucked up because he's plays. He's like. A different. He plays Medea's nephew or something too. So he's in it as like a normal dude, yeah. <laughs> normal, uh, <laughs> and her, and it's just so fucking weird. And there's all kinds of weird illusions about what she used to do before. <laughs> like there's like like oh yeah, illusions like, don't of her they, being like a prostitute, being a, and a stripper, and yeah. shit like that. It's so fucked up. Like who is this for? That's awesome. Me, me, <laughs> <laughs> clearly me. Just back to back. Are you yeah. a Tyler Perry in a fat lady suit and stripper in the same sentence? Son of a bitch. Oh, man, I'm so happy. Uh, well, yeah. then let's uh, let's get right on into Airwolf Corner before we play some cereal swap. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's brief this week because okay. well, it's been a very busy week. We're going long, yeah. So, so. Yeah, we're going long, and but, uh, I'll just leave it at this. Where I am is I'm at the end of season one. Shockingly, mm. there's only 11 episodes in season one, so I'm, I'm almost, uh, you know, I'm not at the halfway mark here, but there's not a whole lot of Airwolf left because there is just season two and three. Oh, is that right? Well, For there, some reason, there's I another there like six. There, there's another season, but it's with an entirely different cast, uh, which I don't feel is right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm very curious what's going to happen at the changing points in seasons. So we will really see what goes on because I know there was a lot of studio interference with this show and Jan Michael Vincent's drinking would, you know, get worse and worse. Yeah. Um, As far as, like, terrible TV, though, I will say this. I uh, When I'm having trouble sleeping uh, because I've got that HBO Nordic going on now, I've been catching up on True Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is the stupidest show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even believe it. It's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of show it is. I don't know if it's supposed to be a satire. I don't know if it's supposed to be a love story. It doesn't know what it is. I don't know what it is, and I'm watching it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe down the line this People might be another corner show for me to go through the whole thing and describe it to you, Casey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, once I, I watch it, I'm just like, this is like a show designed to make Casey insane. Yeah, it sounds like, from what I've heard, like, I, I watched the first season, uh-huh. um, and I was like, okay, this is actually not that bad. And the way the, the whole season ends, it's kind of like, oh, cool. Um, and yeah. then from immediately from the second season, like I watched the entire second season, but from the very beginning of the second season, I was like, "This is so stupid! It's unbelievable! Everything about this, yeah. like, it, like the ideas are stupid, and the way they're carried out make those ideas even stupid." Yeah, awesome. Yeah, but I'm still <laughs> watching that almost human show, Robot Cops. Yeah, Robot Cops, Robot Cops, Robot. That's good throwaway TV right there, I tell you what. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I still need to get on that. Yeah. What's it called again? Almost Human. Almost it's Human. almost a show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... It's, it's, it's my total guilty pleasure right yeah, now. Yeah. I've heard it's, nothing but good, dumb things about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, people going like, look, I'm not making excuses for it, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I quite like okay. it. I can't help it. Hey, so, Robot yeah. Cops. 
Yeah, RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like almost human like is Carl a bad Urban. name for it. Huh? Because that makes it it's sound a little so cute. stupid. It it's makes a dumb me. Name. I I keep thinking you're talking about being human. The one about uh, like there's a it's like the the oh, British the show about werewolf, the werewolf the and the vampire. Oh, the that show is brutal. Mm-hmm. And then they I've seen the American one. Uh, I saw like two episodes or something of it and was just like fascinated with how bad it is. <laughs> and then started watching. I was like, oh, maybe the you know, British one's better. And I was like, about 10 minutes. I'm like, no, it's just as stupid, <laughs> but with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that show's fucking retarded. A ghost and a vampire and a. Yeah, they're working out roommates. their issues living together. Come on. Yeah. There needs to be like a real world for monsters, like a re- like a reality real world situation where they take all the yeah. monsters and put them into a house. I feel like monsters are only represented in fiction. Yeah. Why don't they get their own reality yeah. show? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm like, so pissed that I lost. I'm just no, pissed off. Too bad. I'm so happy. Anymore. I was so scared. I've got like I, I've got zero time oh. this fucking holiday season. I got zero time to do anything. So if I was gonna have to see one movie and it was Medea, yeah, that was gonna suck. But now you know because I gotta see American Hustle. Got yep. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited uh, to see American see, that's Hustle. The Apparently, from what I've heard, American Hustle, American Hustle is. Uh, Way funnier than people have expected. Mm. The stuff that I've seen is like, this is basically a screwball comedy. And so I'm kind of oh, like, awesome. okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I'm yeah. way on board I'd like for to, that. I'd like to apologize to my wife for losing. Yeah. She, <laughs> we usually go together to the good movies anyway, and now I can't go to that this week. So. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, baby. Oh. <laughs> um, you so can come see Medea with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, please, someone come with me. I think I just heard someone scream. <laughs> <I can't> <laughs> <go> <laughs> no. Again. Yeah. It's so weird it's alone. The faint with sound it. of divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, All right. Are we getting into serious swap Let's now? Get Is that into it? Some breakfast swap. All right. Zero match. All right. So every week, <laughs> every week A, we have a new name for this, and, <laughs> and B, every week we've been pitting uh, the serial mascots against each other in a fight to the death yes. in, Thunderdome. in Thunderdome. We roll to see what weapons they have. This is the same thing that we did for Action Heroes. If you are a longtime listener, go back. It took about a year for us to do it, and uh, we came out with a victor. And we're going to do that with. These mascots. What is the matchup this week? It is the final matchup. Final of round round one. one. Good one. It's it's fruit fruit versus the cornflakes rooster. Yeah, (laughs) cornflakes. All right, all right. I ate a bunch of fruit fruit as I said last week. Yeah, Uh, I think I made made it into the brain of fruit fruit. (laughs) He likes fruit. Uh, yeah, brutally so. Kind of a brute. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he's uh, just a dick who likes fruit. Fuck you, give me fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Ask nicely. I'm fruit fruit. Okay. So let's roll so and see what they roll have. Roll and see what's going on. Sorry, I'm just uh, updating my. You should be sorry. Here so I can see what's going on. Okay, rolling for fruit fruit. Fruit see fruit. what kind of weapon he has. Fruit fruit's gonna get a, a weapon against a rooster. <laughs> fruit fruit gets two. He's got. The whistle. Whistle uh, for Fruit Brute. Fruit so we Brute's can got the whistle. Brutishly be annoying in your ear with this whistle. Yeah. We got here cornflakes. Rooster's got six. He's got the chainsaw. Chainsaw. That right. most that sometimes works. <laughs> yeah. Rooster with a chainsaw. Yeah. Werewolf with a whistle. That's when you And yeah. go. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds like Panic yeah. in the Disco. 
Um, okay, first of all, let's see if this uh, yes. chainsaw is working. We are rolling to see if the chainsaw yeah, works. One to three, nope. Four to six, yup. Yup. And we got four. Yep, that thing works. For, for now. For now. It will burn out. Um, you get a, you know, it works once. A one basically. good solid strike with, yeah. It, yeah. with it buzzing. So he rips this thing. He's there, he turns it on right away, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, this fruit brute is going to be uh, aggressive. Yeah, he's got one he's chance. A he's a rooster against a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. So, so he sees, he's in the Thunderdome, and he sees this werewolf, and he's like, yep, turning this on. Yeah, in case yeah. He at me. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I've got one chance. Yeah. If yeah. I miss my chance. I'm gonna get. I'm done. Yeah. So. Now I feel like Fruit Brute is the one I'm least familiar with. Familiar with of the monster cereals. Yeah. Uh, what's his mo? What is he all about? Well, he what? really likes fruit. Yeah, He's a so werewolf. You've eaten some of this cereal. Yeah. Give me. Give me the lowdown. Uh, it's much like all of the other monster cereals. Uh, it's just a fruity cereal. Does with he marshmallows. want the kids to have a good time like the other guys? Yeah. You or know, is he like a crazy I, werewolf. I, I feel like in those commercials, it's a lot of vying for the children's choice. It's a lot of like, well, my f- cereal has vitamin enriched fruit, and they're kind of always against each other. And then the, whoever right. wins, the kids kind of eat their cereal at the end of the thing. I, I feel like it's more of a monster versus monster. In the commercials, than it is anything else. Than it is monster versus rooster. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rooster's a type of a monster. If you're scared of roosters, <laughs> that is what I've learned from today's yeah. episode. Um, so yeah, I feel like he's. I think he is going to be. You know, he's going to play to his monster strengths. I think he's going to be pretty aggressive in terms yeah. of. Uh, yeah, off he's the got. Top. He's a werewolf. He's got teeth. He's got claws. Yeah. 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 Um, now, are we going with the new and or whistle. old fruit brute? Because there's a new style and an old style. What's the difference? Uh, okay, well, here, I'll show you a photo of it. Fruit brute, um, in, back in the day, the retro one, he's very... Rainbow overalls. And yeah, whatnot. rainbow overalls, pretty cartoonish. Oh, he's just um, a goddamn hippie. Yeah, and then the new one, he's kind of got like an Elvis haircut almost there. Uh, that's fruit, fruit brute. Oh, yeah. I think I only really know the old one. Yeah. It's a very kind of hyper stylized, uh, airbrushed look. Yeah, he's yeah, kinda, but he's, he's still wearing he is still wearing the little overalls. Yeah, but they're not rainbow anymore in the new ones. No, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I I, I think we go with the classic, but I I don't know. He yeah, I'd say we go classic. Yeah, so. I do. I still Although I don't think his hairstyle is going to make that much of no. a difference. No, I stand. I stand by my. Uh, my assertion that he's probably going to be aggressive off the top. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's going to be like, I'm a fucking werewolf, and and this guy's got a chainsaw. I need to strike. Um, and I've okay. got a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so I can let him know I'm coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, so you know what? He attacks. Sure. He attacks a rooster with a chainsaw. No. But that's not a good idea. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, like, I feel like he's going to attack because he's, you know, a brute. But I think that's going to be to his detriment. I think maybe uh, uh, the rooster gets a good, uh, uh, maybe, maybe takes a limb. Maybe. Okay. All right. I'll take, oh, yeah, I'll take a werewolf arm or something. Yeah. Yeah. Dig that. This rooster, who knows? Rooster doesn't say a lot. Rooster's a wild card. He is. Yeah. We don't know him (laughs) as a person. (laughs) No, this is true. Uh yeah, so he could be crazy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he could be the craziest rooster yeah. ever. Oh, smart as a crazy person. How smart is a crazy person? <laughs> <laughs> this ro- he's smart as a crazy rooster. I'll tell you what. 
Um, I'm just saying I'm going to start. <laughs> oh, my son. He's smart okay, as a crazy so, rooster, I'll tell you what. So he's got a limb off of yeah, the fruit. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it on. And then the chainsaw is now run into gas. Yeah. Yeah, so, one strike. Done. So now the werewolf kills the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now the werewolf... Very ably with two two legs and an arm and his teeth, <laughs> shreds a rooster. Yeah, I see no other way. What's no. the rooster gonna do? I mean, I guess again to the credit of the rooster, there's probably like some pecking. Like they can be pretty aggressive. Oh yeah, like he's probably not out on skates. No, you know, the fruit brute. But I feel like the fruit brute's gonna be able to pin it down and just fucking. I mean, they're natural yeah. enemies. <laughs> As we all know, <laughs> werewolves and roosters do not you get know, along. The wolf, the wolf, wolves come into the farms and just fucking That's decimate it. You yeah, know, like they thing. come in and kill chickens and yeah, roosters. When and I was a kid, I lived in Lodi, Wisconsin, and we out behind the house we had uh, uh, foxes, fruit roots. Yeah, fruit raising fruit. Out behind the house, we had some fruit roots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is my favorite. Greg, feed the fruit, Bruce. Whatever you, <laughs> whatever you do, young Greg, don't unlatch the fruit, Bruce. No. <laughs> They'll get you. They're brutal. Honey, can you go change the fruit brutes overalls? <laughs> Getting a little grimy. Feed them another rooster. <laughs> but we had foxes, in, and they were in cages, like with chicken wire, you know, which yeah. is not a huge hole. And one night, uh, the uh, a chicken or a rooster walked across the top of the fox cage, and the fox got a hold of its foot and just pulled the whole thing through, the entire yeah. thing, and ate everything but the beak and uh, feet. Yeah. So I figure a fox inside of a cage can kill with, a chicken. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a werewolf. <laughs> in, the, in a cage with the thing it needs to kill in the cage with it. Yeah, the defenseless animal that it wants yeah. to eat. <laughs> it's probably going to eat that animal. Yeah, all right. Yeah. There's, no, there's no bones about it. This is no. happening. This is definitely happening. Okay, so I think we can agree that he devours the, yeah, the yeah. cornflakes. I think the rooster. Um, I think the rooster tries to be kind of sly about it. I think he tries to bark his way out of it but there, there's mm -hmm. no bartering with a fruit fruit I know. no no yeah. no when he wants to eat you yeah that's that that's about it okay yep. fruit so, fruit yeah off you go so does he just eat him in one big gulp is that what's gonna happen yeah he just he, he's just a chicken or he just eats him you yeah know? He just takes okay. a bite out of him takes a few seconds feathers takes and a bite. Bite. <laughs> uh yeah. primary colored feathers and all yeah <laughs> All right, well, All right. Fruit Brute, you're moving on, and you are a serious contender. It's yeah. a vicious is wolf. a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, first matchup of round two. Sweet. It's uh, kind of a big deal, wow. I'd say. <clears throat> um, we, we're getting into nothing but heavy hitters now. Yeah. Fan favorites <laughs> in every direction. Um, we but loose. Got, yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> that is one direction so we don't travel. We've got uh, Tony the Tiger <laughs> oh. going up against the Sugar Crisp Bear. Yeah. Can't get enough of that Sugar Crisp. <laughs> 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 I did not add anything Casey just, <laughs> just knows that he says something after that. <laughs> yeah. But, but he doesn't uh, know what he says. It was literally mid-hum that I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> know what these words are. He got some instant crisps. Werewolves eat roosters, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> I know I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Uh, shit. Uh, uh, oh yeah. So listen uh, next week for that. Yeah, check That'll it out. That'll be good for sure. Oh, also, uh, if you could do us a giant, giant favor 
And um, if you go to, is it just Stitcher.com? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If uh, you go to our Facebook.com slash SYNWP, it's been posted twice. Yeah, there's a, there's a link there. If you could do us a giant favor and go and vote for our podcast for the Stitcher Awards, we yep. want to win. You can yeah. vote for us. <laughs> uh, you can vote for us every day. Yeah. Right now in in entertainment and pop culture, uh, Comedy Bang Bang is n- number one, I believe, but I feel like we could edge it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the we've, top... We could get on the neck top... and neck with that for a while. Yeah, we could get on the top five of, like, Marin, <laughs> Bang Bang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we, we have, like, a friendly rivalry yeah. with yeah. them that they don't know about. Yeah, but. they do this funny thing where they're like, what, podcast? And <laughs> yeah. pretend like they don't know us. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> and we do this funny thing where we can't get in contact with No, them. yeah, yeah. Because they're always playing that fun game that we play where they don't reply to our tweets. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a back and forth that we have. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, their show is all like, ooh, we have celebrities and comedians yeah. and we're really funny. We just made a werewolf fight a rooster. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah. even think they wanted to. We made them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We've got that power. But yeah, you can vote for us on there. You can vote yeah, for Rooster Time Bandits. Like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's my parade? <laughs> yeah. I will um, not vote for this show. <laughs> yeah, you can vote for us for uh, best overall show, pop culture, comedy show. You could vote for Time Bandits if you want to for uh, interview shows, yeah, comedy yeah. shows. And you could also vote for Faculty of Horror for most original show. There's a yeah, bunch yeah. that they would also fall under. So but, go. Yeah. There's a bunch of ballots that you can enter in. Name, Put one of the Modern Superior podcasts for all of them. Just do it up every <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, just every day put in a different combination of, <laughs> yeah. of Modern Superior. Yeah. Shows. Things. They're called shows. They're called podcasts. Uh, And for more, go to facebook.com slash synwpc. Go to twitter.com slash synwpc. Or just go to modernspear.com for all of your Modern Spear needs. Uh, we got lots of stuff coming up. More music stuff coming up. I believe Greg said you're going to do a uh, year-end list. I just put up mine. 25 of uh of my favorite albums of the I'm year. I'm not going to do 25. Yeah, I had I'm a hard doing time. Your end list. Yeah, of my favorite things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, check those out. Check those out. Yeah, and also on the uh, uh, on the iTunes or on the uh, podcast app on your phone or whatever, click subscribe. It is important yeah. that you subscribe to mm. us because it does good things for our numbers. Yep. And re- and write us some reviews. Yeah. I know we we ask it every week when we got a couple, but let's get some more on the uh, iTunes, the old yeah. iTunes. Oh, and write uh, me checks. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Big one. I don't you know, know why we didn't yeah. start asking for this go immediately. To, no. Go to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to the go bank to and bank. say. All of my money, please. Yeah. They'll, they'll give it to you. Just That's go what... to the bank and say, give my money did, to yeah. Greg, please. <laughs> they'll no, but, know what you but mean. But did you know that if you went to the bank and tell them to give you money, they have to do it? <laughs> they, like, they have and to do it. And if they need a reason, just say, look, I've got to put a bet down on a rooster fighting werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> and just send it to, it's do those, you want in uh, on this? It's yeah. one of those bank loopholes. they yeah. got to do it. They can't say nothing, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and just send it to, yes, see you next Wednesday, P.O. Box. <laughs> Make up a PO box because uh, we don't have one. Yeah, we'll just be going around yeah. checking all the PO boxes. We yeah. Can. Alternatively, you can just interact transfer one of our emails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as always, see you next Wednesday. And there's a ghost in safe haven. Oh, there's. A ghost. I didn't know we were signing off. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. what's going on there. And what? There's a ghost in safe haven. What?
loves your coffee. Chicka coffee. Oh, man, he loves it. <laughs> that must be good. I can tell you that he started so well. That's a good brew. <laughs> 